big anime boobs. You're really going to start like that. I'm not talking about your paranormal activities for once, Hooper. I'm talking about a wider cultural trend here. Are you sure you're not just trying to justify watching the second season of Dying of a Plague in Another World? It's not like I can do anything else right now. There's a goddamn maelstrom out there. This time, it's Hurricane John Cena. Thanks, Florida. It's not like you ever go outside anyway. Welcome to Lessa's Morgue Stormcast Part 2. This time, we've left out a baggie of crystal meth for Florida Man, so we won't be fielding any unexpected intrusions. Touch wood! Speaking of people touching wood, let's get back to anime. You're gonna make people mad. They need to hear this? It's gone too far. While I agree with you, I also have to say that Japan is on the other side of the world, this podcast isn't in Japanese, and the animation industry probably isn't going to change anytime soon. Irrelevant. This is the internet. You use that argument a lot. Because it's irrefutable. Anyway, if you've watched any anime in the past two decades or so, you've likely noticed a pair of trends. One, the anime titties are getting even bigger. Two, that the people with the titties are getting younger. Notice, by the way, how I said people and not women because this bullshit affects trans guys and non-binary folks like me too. In fact, do you ever think about how- Riley, focus! Anime titties! Stay on task! Right, right. So, here's my question. How is drawing someone who looks about 12, having melons bigger than Evelyn's head, okay? But if I go to the store to buy firecrackers without my shirt on, I'd get slapped with an indecent exposure fine. Well, I guess because you're a real person and these are anime girls. It is super annoying, though. It must be a heavy burden for you, personally, to bear, Ev. Not sure what you're implying there, Riles. I mean, the gravity of this issue certainly affects the balance of your life. Okay, okay, that's enough. I'm just saying, I'm here to provide the support you need. Listeners, if these jokes are going over your head, go to our socials. Look at any picture of Evelyn. She's got some jugs. Like, I mean, some bazongas. I feel like you're undermining your own message at this point, Riles. I thought we were talking about anime boobs. I'm just pointing out that you should have more of an opinion on this. Seeing as you've got more lived experience with breasticular discrimination than I do, considering I'm a member of the Itty Bitty Titty Committee and you're the president of the United States of having huge jugs. They didn't elect me. <sighs> if you want me to speak on trippy ghost problems, or lesbian problems, or the plight of being a Nickelback fan, I'll do it. But having boobs is not something that defines me. But it is a very central part of your physical being. Look, I just don't want to make sweeping statements about the representation of big boobs without getting input from someone who can judge its accuracy. Well, in that case, yeah, I think it is weird the way boobs move in anime. Like, you see all these women running around and their boobs are just bouncing around everywhere like it's nothing. If I ever tried to go for a run without double layering my sports bras, I'd end up giving myself a black eye. Not to mention the fact that it'd hurt like all heck. And it probably would even if you had small boobs. There we go. That's the problem here. These anime boobs aren't meant to be some realistic representation of the actual boob experience. Same with boobs in comics. Same with boobs in porn. Same with boobs in the Fast and Furious franchise. They're there for the horny straight men and horny straight men only. And furthermore... Okay, what the fuck was that? I'm not sure. Maybe it's something to do with the storm. I read a report about flooding and there was something about nuclear super gators again? No, Evelyn, nuclear supergators sound like this. This is totally different. There it is again! Look at how the audio spiked. It's fucking with our incisive social commentary. Ooh, I don't like the sound of that! I feel like something really stupid is about to happen. 
Yar! This be the scurviest man cave I've ever barged into. It smells like burnt macaroni, Captain. Tough titties, my boy. Grin and bear it. Aye, aye, Captain. Great. Spent two minutes talking about boobs, and now we've summoned some. Boobs? Where? Why does this keep happening to us? I feel like it's not normal to have two different pirates on one podcast. Give me that spyglass, boy. You're much too young for lookout duty. Look out for this. Ah! Shiver me timbers, lassie. You almost killed me. They got me in the foot, Captain. Walk it off, Chip. Consider that a warning shot, fuckers. The next one will get your other leg. Riley, you just shot the cabin boy. Let's maybe take this down a notch. Aye, the one with the mountainous memories is right. We mean you no harm. Man overboard! Man overboard! Boy overboard! Boy overboard! Ev, did you just poltergeist capsize their boat? What? It's more humane than a crossbow! It won't be when they come up for air! One sec, let me just close the door before all of you drown! Or worse, before water damages the recording equipment. Are you alive, Captain? Yes, my boy! More importantly, am I alive? You look fine to me, Captain. Don't go lily-livered on me, boy. Seeing as you're regrettably both still alive, can either of you tell me why you're flooding my basement or kindly get the fuck out of it? Also, how can you see me? You're the second mortal to perceive me this month, and it's kind of weirding me out. Call me Shishmail. Captain Shishmail. The saltiest sea dog this side of Sarasota. I've seen the sorriest slew of scary sights in my time on the Seven Seas, and you, musty specter, are far from the strangest. Also, you're a loon! Makes sense, the last guy was too. Tasted pretty good, though. This be my sailing vessel, the Pecker 2. And I'm Chip, the plucky cabin boy who likes to quip. Go soak your head! They don't care about meeting you. Aye, aye, Captain. Feel free to not correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you need a full cabin to have a cabin boy? Your so-called sailing vessel is just a motorboat with Pecker 2 painted onto it. Well, it's not called the Pecker 2 for nothing. The Pecker 1 was a glorious galleon. The kind of man only sees once in a trust fund. What happened to it? It was destroyed! The crew lost! Three hundred good men going their own way. All because of... The Beast! Don't you mean the Beast? He obviously doesn't, Riley. Your voluptuous friend speaks the truth. And the cannons aim for the tit. There were but two great beasts of the sea, and before my ship was crushed between them, I launched my harpoon and took one of them down with it. The other still haunts these waters. A vile leviathan of lactate. If you ever use that phrase again, I will shoot you. This is not a threat, it is a promise. I'm really not comfortable with how this is going. So you see, I've bought this motorboat, the only seaworthy vessel that can withstand the force of Moby Tick. this become our life? And death. So let me get this straight. Who said I'm not straight? 
Nobody's straighter than this salty seaman. You tell him, Captain. You're the masculine ideal. Ignoring that and moving on for the sake of my mental health. So just to recap, you're out there in the middle of a fucking gatornado hunting a giant sea boob. Sky boob, technically. It can fly. Oh, my mistake. I thought for a second this whole thing was nonsense. But thank you for clarifying about the sky boob. Kill me again. Seeing as you're, and I mean this in the nicest possible of ways, completely fucking insane, how can we be sure that this so-called boob isn't just a figment of your diseased imagination? Well, other than the raging storm the breeze causes in its wake, you'd hear it coming. It makes a baleful cry. Like, no, Captain, it's like, you're both wrong. It sounded like, and if that's what's been fucking up my audio tonight, let's go kill this thing. What, Riley? Welcome aboard, Riley of the Man Cave. Still got the crossbow. Point taken. Save your bolts for. Moby If I die on this voyage, tell my family nothing. Riley, I can't believe you're literally on board with this. We can't aid and abet the cold-blooded murder of an innocent boob. We're both feminists, and we both cried watching Free Willy. Don't tell the listeners that. It's a lie. I never cry. Ever. You look like you're about to cry right now. Nobody here is about to cry. We're in total rational control of our emotions. Captain, my foot's still bleeding. Oh, cry me a river, Chip! It hurts like a motherfucker. Who taught you that kind of language, you little shit? Look, Evelyn, I see where you're coming from, but whether it's a boob, a super gator, or a goddamn floating testicle, you mess with the audio, you get the shoddio. Fine, I guess I'll just tag along, and I totally won't sabotage this at every step along the way. I appreciate your honesty. Well, if we're all done smacking lips and being gay, Let's get this motorboat started. I'm literally never done being gay. Oh, but you will be after you've seen Moby T. <laughs> we live in a nervous age, don't we? So much to be concerned about. Politics, climate change, that weird feeling you've been getting that's probably cancer. Insanity is a natural response to the pressures of being cursed with existence on our frenetic little globe. But that doesn't make it any less of a pain in the posterior. But you know what does? The comfort of knowing that there are so many people out there who are far nuttier than you. I'm Dr. Alfred Z. Heimer, a real psychiatrist and an honest man, and I care deeply about your well-being. It pains me that there are only so many patients I can attend to in a given week, and that so many of these sessions are brief because my patients <clears throat> cure themselves so frequently. That's why I'm making my own new podcast, The Head Case Files, an ethically dubious voyage into the heads of some of my most hopeless patients, complete with full recordings of our therapy sessions, taken and released without their knowledge. For the voyeuristic thrill of seeing another person's darkest moments laid out onto your lap like a television dinner. Here are a few clips that will surely entice you into listening. Doctor, I, I feel like the walls are closing in. I, I feel like I'm giving up hope. There's got to be something you can do for me. Worry not, dear. I've got a list of all the tall buildings with roof access in this city. One moment.
this ain't healthy, Doc, but I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a pretty strong urge to kind of murder the living hell out of my neighbor and wear his skin. Well, the heart wants what the heart wants. Best heed its call. Yeah, I'm not sure the therapy is really working for me. It's not really improved my self-esteem at all. Perhaps the fact that you're stupid and rather ugly is a barrier to progress. Yeah, that's probably it. If that doesn't whet your appetite, well, I don't know what will. Full names, phone numbers, and home addresses of each patient will be available in the show notes. The Head Case Files. Who says therapy can't be fun? Well, it took us a few hours to get the boat up the basement stairs, but we're on the open waters now, and that's what matters. It still kind of amazes me that you managed to do that. Poppycock! Facts and logic are just the names I gave me testes. I lost me logic fighting the first of the priests. But by Davy Jones, jockstrap, the second will not claim me facts. Will you please stop talking? It would be a real shame if this boat were to capsize again. Don't you dare, Hooper. I've got a Mac and like $300 worth of recording equipment on here. Your stuff's really cool, Riley. Watch it, Chip. Yeah, watch it, you little bitch. Aye, aye, Captain. Don't you think you're being a little hard on him, Sishmail? The boy needs discipline. You can't let your chip slip. Terrible, but effective. He needs all this if he wants to be strong. The poor boy's been through enough already. Show him, Chip. Take off your shirt. Whoa, whoa, what's going on here? Do I need to call somebody? It's okay. Just look. He's made entirely out of wood. How is he alive? He wanted to be a real boy, but he sucked at it. So now only his head and left foot are made of flesh. Kinda wish you'd shot the other one, Riley. I thought this was a swashbuckling voyage, not a guilt trip. Alright, put your shirt back on, boy. You disgust not only me, but everyone. Aye aye, Captain. You don't need to tell me twice. And don't get splinters in the cotton. That's Polynesian fabric. So I've been told. By a stupid lady. Jeez, what is your problem? <laughs> Who cares what his problem is? We've got incoming nuclear supergators. What, what's the difference between a nuclear supergator and a regular gator? No carbon emissions. It must have been my foot blood. They were drawn by my foot blood. If you say foot blood one more time, you won't have a leg to stand on. You're awful. Awfully mad. Riley, you take the one on the right. I'll harpoon the left. Ship, drive the motorboat betwixt them. Aye, aye, Captain. This is for Steve Irwin, you scaly bitch. Wasn't it a stingray that killed Steve Irwin? Steve Irwin's dead? The only poon you're getting is a harpoon. How could you make killing a nuclear supergator awkward? Yeah, I, I kind of wanted a minute to celebrate how dead on that shot was, but then you had to sish mail all over it. Well, they're dead, all right. I'll come up with something better next time. Please, for the sake of everyone, don't. Hey, 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 um, can we maybe bandage my foot, please? Guys, I'm starting to feel woozy here. I find your lack of resolve as disgusting as your mutilated foot, boy. We're so close to finding Moby Dick. You can't just quit now because you're dying of blood loss. Man up! And I'm starting to get hungry for feet. 
Not in a weird way. Just reminding you that, despite the rocking of the boat, our audio is still live. I gotta say, really impressed with the quality of my audio equipment lately. Yeah, it's almost worth putting it and all of our lives and dignity at risk to get revenge on something for two seconds of interrupted audio. You get the audio, you get the shoddio. It won't be long now until the breast is laid bare before us. I can feel the tingling in me short hairs and me long johns. I can't feel anything. I can't feel anything either, except for an all-consuming rage. Hey, I don't like him either, but I'm willing to put massive ideological differences aside to destroy a common enemy. Right, what they said. I wish I could see ghosts. You're not missing much. All she does is whine. Hey! Look, lass, I calls them like I see them. How big are her boobies? Good question, lad. They're somewhere between a Z and a Z minus. You don't know how cup sizes work, do you? Nobody does. Those letters are arcane. Just like W2 forms. I'm not a dependent. I don't even know the meaning of the word. It means... Every second with you. Stop being so dependent on my approval. Riley, can I ask you a favor? Sure. I want to speak to Chip. Could you pass my message over? I'm not sure why you'd want to speak to either of these guys, but fuck it, why not, I guess. Tell him that I'm really concerned about him. As far as male role models go, Sishmail might actually be the worst one that there is. Especially for someone so young and impressionable. Is that all? I want him to know he's still got a lot of time to figure himself out, and he doesn't have to reach some pivotal stage of development while hunting a sky boob with a mad misogynistic sea captain. Got it, got it. <clears throat> hey kid, don't grow up. It's not fun to be an adult. Oh. Well, okay. Riley! Also, my ghost friend thinks you have potential. Potential for what? Potential for not being as big a dick as this guy. But what if I want to be a big dick? Mm, good point. Can't dispute that. Breaking out an old favorite for you, Riley. Here comes the Evelyn Hooper facepalm. You've been practicing? I invented it. I'm really confused. How can I practice being a big dick? I think what my ghostly partner here is trying to say is that Sishmail is a weird asshole that treats you like crap, so why would you want to be like him? Don't you listen to him, Sip. They're putting poison in your delicate ears. Oh, I don't like poison. Listen, you just haven't had good poison. I swear, Riley, I'm about to see the F word on our show again. Chip has always wanted to be a real boy, and I told him in exchange for his cabin boy services, I'd do him one better and make him a man. And what better way to become a man than vanquishing I mean, that's not the only way to become a man, though. Oh, in that case, let's turn this ship around, shall we? We'll all have a nice little seminar about whether animals have feelings. Are you crazy? You want to know how easy it is to be a man? Speak from deep in your chest, wear a ton of blue, and always tell people about how much you love your golden retriever. Man and women are two words invented by marketing gurus to shill pink razors and Old Spice. You give them your identity, they'll sell it back to you. That sounds even worse than poison! You leave my excellent two-in-one shampoo and deodorant out of this! Or what, you'll be on a horse? I don't get it, but yeah, get off your high horse! Nice. Whose side are you on, anyway? The only side I'm ever on. Mine. Wait, why did it just get so dark? It's here! The Great Breast! At long last, absolution! We've come face to teeth with Moby It's so beautiful, Captain. I can't look away. Avert your eyes, boy, 
It'll drive you morny. That's mad and horny at the same time. What's it even connected to? I'll tell you what it's not connected to. Anything good. Here's to years of personal and sexual frustration, you overgrown melon. It looks like you've pierced the nipple, Captain. Ho ho ho! The climbing rope is in place, lad. Now I'm gonna finish the job. The boob job. That thing has a harpoon lodged in its areola, and it hasn't even noticed us. Yeah, it actually seems totally harmless. It's a sitting duck. Perfect. Riley, no, it's just living its best life. Yeah, well, I'm gonna help it die its best death. You are not shooting this boob today. I may not have real feet anymore, but I'm putting them down. Evelyn, your all-consuming rage is starting to shake the boat. Can you just let me line up the shot first? You might think that you're helping to save the episode, but if you do this, you'll be undermining your whole point. You'll be no better than that maniac climbing a weathered rope towards a giant nipple. Ah, yuck! I can see its veins! Curse you, Mowgli! Listen to me, Riley. I know what happens when you mess with the audio. You get the shoddio. Right, but you have a thesis statement to prove! And isn't proving that you are already the smartest person in the room more important to you than petty revenge? Well, I guess when you put it that way, fuck this. Yay! Non-violent solutions! Not entirely. Ah! The ghoul shot me in the facts! Oh, no! And my mom said that online crossbow course was a waste of money. Joke's on her. She's next. Ah! Oh, ah. It takes more than two burst testicles to defeat Captain Shishmail! Facts and logic would just weigh me down anyway! Damn, should've brought more bolts. Though in my defense, real dick move of him to not die. Where's a nuclear supergator when you need one? Chip! Hold me aboard, boy! Aye aye, Captain. Chip, wait! Remember what I told you! No carbon emissions? Evelyn, what did you say again? Chip, you can do better than that guy. There, what Evelyn said. What did she say? Crap, what was it? Oh, for fuck's sake! Chip, this is Evelyn. You don't have to listen to Sishmail. You can be your own man. It's as easy as being yourself. But myself is made of wood. Well, some of the best men are made of wood. Really? When you're middle-aged, you'll understand. I don't know what you two are doing in front of me, favorite cabin boy, but it looks stupid and gay. Chip, help me! As a man, you're the only one with the upper body strength necessary to do it. His arms are literally twigs. You can't ask him to do this. Oh, he'll do it. If he wants to be a man, he'll save his captain. And then both of us together will take down... Well... Chip, can't you see he's just using your identity to live out his own messed up idea of masculinity? But I can't come up with any non-messed up ideas on my own. It doesn't matter. You want to be a real boy, right? Of course. Then congrats. You've been a real boy all along. Even my unlimited manly stamina has its limits, boy. Stop listening to all that nonsense and save your captain! Boy? Go soak your head, captain. What?! Yay, you did it, Chip! I did it. So... You're choosing to honor your petty whims over the lives of others? You really are a man. I'm proud of you, ship. I'm proud of you.
Thanks for the assist, Chip. No problem, Riley. Now, if you'll excuse me, this man's got a date with Moby Tit. Oh no, he's internalized Sishmail's warped view of manliness! I feel like that's fairly self-evident. Don't make me hop back in there. I'm gonna touch a boob! I'm gonna touch a boob! Oh no, you're not! You can't keep me from my destiny. I will destroy Moby Tit. Well, what do we do now, Evelyn? Well, we'll deal with Chip later. First, we need to get the Moby Tit to safety. How? A job this big requires the gentle touch of a lesbian. Watch and learn. You speak boob? I speak for the boobs. For the boobs, have no tongues. What are you on right now? Shh. And off it goes to greener pastures. No! What am I going to do without my destiny? You'll find a better one, probably. One that doesn't smell like sea salt and shame. Well, I've always wanted to live to be middle-aged. That's a great goal, Chip! And harder than you'd think. Huh. Looks like the storm's passed over. But the flood will probably last a couple days. Reckon you can get us back to the basement, Captain? Oh, but but the Captain's... <gasps> aye, aye, me! Looks like we freed Chip. Yeah, it only took some boob discourse, three crossbow bolts... Oh, God, almost all the battery on my laptop. We better wrap this up. And just remember, listeners, whether your boobs are big or small or not there at all, we here at Less Is More think you're pretty rad. Has anyone seen my foot? Hi there, and thanks for participating in the Mira HQ Arbitrary Outro Test. This should only take a few minutes. Thanks for listening to Less Is Morgue, the bi-weekly comedy podcast from the Prapes Collective. This episode was audio-engineered by Scott Thomas and with co-producing by Meg Malloy-Tutin. It was also written by Gus Zagarella, Alexis Bristow, Meg Malloy-Tutin, and Henry Galley. Script editing by Henry Galley, with episode art by Sean Kingham. This episode starred Alexis Bristow as Riley, Meg Malloy-Tutin as Evelyn, Gus Zagarella as Captain Sishmail, Shannon Strucci as Chip, St. Jacques as Dr. Alfred Heimer, and additional voices from Scott Thomas, Charlie Port, and Meg Malloy-Tutin. Executive producing by Ori Sakharal. Want to find out more? Visit our website at www.lessismorg.com. Want to get updates on our show and interact with our ghoulish and ghostly hosts? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram from at Tumblr at Pod, and on our Facebook page at Podcast. Want to support this show and gain access to fun stuff like stickers, behind-the-scenes facts, and exclusive minisodes for as little as a dollar a month? Check out our Patreon at Less Is Morgue. This task will complete in five, four, three.